the MMA Fight Corner. All right, joining us in the Fight Corner right now, uh, coming fresh off his win at Bellator over Roger Huerta, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie, how you doing tonight? I'm excellent, man. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Great to hear. Now, that's uh, six in a row for you, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Six in a row. I'm not, not sure. <laughs> not sure. Well, you know what? That's always a good thing when you can't even count how many wins you're going in a row. And uh, listen, <laughs> it was such an impressive win the other night. Did you expect the fight to go down like that? No, I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't. Well, what did you expect? Uh, Ro- Roger's a real resilient. I, I expected to be more technical than and be able to outpoint him, but not as well as I did. Um, I, I was I was very prepared for that fight. But uh, I'm just I'm bumping levels as a fighter, and I believe that I'm getting better and better every every training camp. I guess I thought uh, thought the fight would be a little more of a struggle, a little more of a back and forth battle. But uh, I'm I'm actually happy it wasn't. Well, how was it at uh, fighting in your hometown of Philly? Uh, it was unreal. I, I I don't I didn't know the support that I had because I haven't fought in Philly in a long time. I haven't got to see it. Uh, firsthand with my own eyes in a long time. I just, I know people tune in when I go fight in other countries or in other states, but to be able to see everyone actually come together in a, in a sort of church environment, um, it was, um, it was, it was something, uh, it was a sight to see, put it that way. Yeah, that's got to be an amazing feeling. That's probably unexplainable. Yeah. And, and you mentioned fighting overseas. Where, I know a lot of fighters like going over to fight overseas. It's a it's a, a chance to get away and to uh, to experience different cultures and stuff like that. But where do you prefer fighting? Do you prefer fighting over here in the United States, or do you still like the idea of being able to go across seas? Uh, no, it's good to go across seas. You know, it's always good to sleep in your own bed the day before a fight as well. <laughs> true, um, true. You know, I slept in my own house the night before the fight, and I woke up. I had I had a some tea with my wife and then went out to fight. They, I couldn't ask for a better day than that. Um, but uh, going across seas, you're always at a disadvantage. You got to deal with the time zone. You got to deal with the culture. You know, you're not going to be liked as much as you are here in the United States. There's, there's a lot of odds against you. But uh, I'll fight wherever, man. Uh, if the checks are good and the, and, the, and the person I'm fighting is the right right guy, and I'll fight wherever it doesn't really, the place don't really concern me. Now, how has sparring with Frankie Edgar helped your already amazing stand-up game? Uh, immensely, man. Uh, me and Frankie have been getting together for longer than people know. I mean, I've been, me and Frankie have be, been uh, helping each other for a little while now. But um, it wasn't until recently I actually started going to his place, to Almeida's, and working together a little more there. Um, he always used to come to Fight Factory, so I just started returning the favor, and it's been working out for the both of us, man. Frankie's Frankie's a stud. He teaches me a lot of good things. We trade secrets, and um, just working with him, period, up up my game, uh, staying sharp. Uh, just there's just so many things he has to offer as a as a training partner, and, and his knowledge of the game as well. Um, just a good guy to be around and get prepared for a fight. Yeah, absolutely right there. And, uh, you know, like you said, you guys have been training together for a while, and now you're finally going up to Almeida. Has uh, 
going up there also helped that submission game because your submission game has improving leaps and bounds over the last few years. I mean, you had three in a row before you, you uh, won the Bellator title. I mean, that was something no one expected. Everyone thought you'd go in there, hand guns a-blazing, and you're submitting people left and right. Uh, have you yeah, been working the, on that the up there? The submission game is all has to do with Steve Hague, um and Fight Factor. I've been working on that for a long time. Almeida has definitely been teaching me some new tricks that I want to start using. It wasn't until recently I started working, you know, jiu-jitsu and stuff at Almeida's. Mainly I go there to get sparring with Frankie, you know, like do some MMA stuff, MMA sparring, and get with some good partners that are coming from out of town. The, the submissions definitely owed to Steve Haig from the Fight Factory. I've been with him a long time, and uh, my ground game is all, it's all him. Well, yeah, you mentioned the Fight Factory, and now with uh, Zach Makovsky winning the title in uh, Bellator, now you guys got two big-time champions coming out of there, with yourself included. Uh, how do you think the Fight Factory's you know, relevance will look upon, you know, with other camps saying, you know, these guys are somebody you don't want to mess with? I would like to actually stay under the radar how we have been for years. Nobody expects much of us. Nobody really knows what we do and what goes on or the camaraderie that we have. And um, I like it the way it is. I like people not know what what the hell the Play Factory is or don't know the name. Because it's that mystique that uh, is able to, to, uh, we're able to, get, to have guys like me and Zach surprise people and keep people on their toes. It's funny because uh, on the show, this guy John used to always call. He trains with you guys down there. And I remember where, right when uh, Zach was signed for that tournament, he said, watch out, Makovsky's going to win this thing. Nobody uh, just expects anything out of us. And, you know, he was absolutely right. And the camaraderie, you can see it's there. Yeah, um, I said the same thing to Bjorn. I said, uh, he actually said Joe Warren was planning on uh, went, uh, going to 35 or whatever. And I said, uh, well, you know, I don't know what, I said, uh, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, say one thing, if, if you let Zach in this tournament, he wins it. And that's, that's, that's exactly how I felt. And, uh, Zach, Zach did, did exactly what I thought he would do, go out there and, um, dominate in, in every single facade. So you think if Joe Warren moved down that he's, Zach would take him? Absolutely. Wow. Well, that's confidence. I like to hear it. And you know Joe Warren's a man of, of much confidence when he, when he speaks. Um, oh, I, oh I, I know he is, but I've been with Zach for seven, eight years now. I've been, me and him, uh, we, start, we started the Fight Factory at the same time together, and I know his abilities. I know what he's capable of, and he, you guys haven't seen, you, you probably haven't seen half of what he can do. And he hasn't he hasn't displayed that yet to anyone. And uh, when he does, it's going to be you're going to see a whole other side of him. His skill set is well beyond what he showed in the Bellator tournament. Well, speaking of Bellator, how, how is everything going? I mean, are you you and Bjorn? I know that you've been trying to put this thing with Gilbert Melendez together. I know you guys are will you're willing to fight it on Showtime. You're willing to fight in San Jose. Uh, anything new, or is there still no response? Uh, I believe there's no response. I talked to Bjorn about a day or two ago. He said uh, no response. He said he called four times. And he spoke. He tried to call and not, not no zero response. So I don't know. And then I hear uh, something from Gilbert the other night saying, um, "What did he say? Uh, that oh, he thinks that they're closer to getting it." So who knows, man? 
I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, I'll only be satisfied when a contract's in front of me and it says Eddie Alvarez versus Bill Melendez at 155. Uh, that's when I'll be happy and that's when uh, I'll, I'll start to focus on it. But right now, it's all just hearsay. Well, so what do you think? Do you think this is Scott Coker trying to pr- protect Gilbert or do you think he just wants nothing to do with it at all as far as co-promoting? Uh, I don't know, because he co-promoted in the past, so I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know. I think maybe he thinks his champion is uh, biting off a little more than he could chew, and he don't want to see him uh, get beat. That, that, that's what I personally think, and um, he has every right to protect him and keep him uh, keep that strike force all around his waist, because that's what keeps the dollars in the promotion's pocket. Now, I, I mean, I hate to put you on the spot and just, you know, obviously I know you want the fight, but if this fight were to happen, how do you see it going down and how do you think you your skills and your style match up against uh, Gilbert? Uh, I, I think we I think we match up well. I think I'm 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 uh, I'm better than Gilbert in in almost every aspect of fighting. Uh, he's resilient. I the guy don't stop. He's sort of like a you know, Roger Huerta and that uh, he just keeps coming, keeps coming and uh and is always prepared and always properly ready for fights. And um but I fought guys like this before, man. I fought the guys like Gilbert and I put them all away. So I mean uh yeah, if I fight Gilbert I win. That's all that's all I know. I know I know I win. I'm not gonna compare do MMA math and compare who just do the wrestling, the boxing and whatnot. I just know I win. That's that, that's all, and I want to fight. So hopefully they can put it together. Yeah, we all know MMA math doesn't mean anything. It's like awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eddie. Uh, you know, we can hear your kids in the background, and sometimes you like to ask fighters questions off the beaten path. You have anything special pan- planned with your family this weekend? It is Halloween, you know. It is Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, me and Jamie are actually we're going to be taking the kids out on Friday. We're having like a little party for for them to come over here and um we're at me and jamie ourselves are going to a halloween party me and my wife so uh, what are you getting got, dressed well, as playing for the weekend right now we are um we're actually playing the ea sports game well what, what are you going as what are you what are you dressing up what are you dressing up for for halloween uh jamie's gonna be a, a spartan woman i'm gonna be a spartan nice nice <laughs> how are you enjoying how, your... how, Calculus Shea, right? <laughs> hey, listen, when you're a warrior, yo, you fit, it fits the profile. Uh, yeah, it's kind of gay, but whatever. Hey, you know what? Yeah, usually, we, usually we fight. We, we it's ask only fighters. gay on Days at M with Y. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> usually we ask fighters what they do on their spare time, but you just mentioned games before. Are you a gamer? Absolutely not. My buddy Absolutely sold not. me his Xbox for $50. If he didn't... Give it to me for fifty bucks. I would have never went out and bought this game. But uh, EA Sports sent me sent me some games. So I'm like, ah, maybe I should get the console so I can play it. But, well, are you in it? No, I'm not much of a gamer. You're yeah, in the I'm game, in right? It. Do you play as yourself? Well, actually, my nephew and my son are both being me, and they're fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be weird to see. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I've been watching myself get knocked out repeatedly <laughs> well, when for the last half hour. When they're choosing fighters, I'm sure that's an easy argument for your son. Hey, that's my father. Yeah, seriously, come on. I'm being Eddie Alvarez. 
Yeah, it's pretty funny. That is. Now, uh, do you know uh, any plans as to when the uh, fight with Pat Curran's going to be? Nah, I didn't get a date yet. I didn't get a date for anything. I mean, I didn't get to fight a lot this year, so if I could fight again before the year ends or somewhere close to it, I'd like to. I, I, I would have liked to fight more this year, and I apologize to anybody who follows my career. It's just that. Uh, I had a slow start because I had meniscus surgery in the beginning of the year, but I had to get right in order for me to for me to get back out there. You obviously have kids, your family life, it's uh, very busy. What do you do beside, you know, when it's time to not fight, not train, to just relax? How does Eddie Alvarez relax? Yeah, I feel like this is, uh, I, we do a lot to entertain ourselves, me and my wife. And, I, you know, we have a big family, me and my wife and three kids, so... Really, uh, the money uh, that I make fighting, we use it to entertain ourselves, and I go out and get more money, and we do the same thing over and over again. We have a lot of fun. I, I use the fighting, uh, the finances from the fighting to support a really cool lifestyle for me and my kids to be able to go places and do things on a whim. We do everything spontaneously, like I'll book a vacation in Jamaica like Thursday and then leave Friday morning. I've, I've done shit like that before. Uh, and it's cool. That's what fighting allows us to do that. So that's like rock star shit, Ed. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's 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 definitely exciting. It keeps things keeps things fun. Keeps things exciting, and uh, the kids love it. Kids love hotels. They love going new places and stuff like that. So we live like rock stars. Thanks a lot, Eddie. Listen, best of luck and uh, enjoy your next uh, vacation. Thank you, guys. All right, take care, buddy. Take care. Right, bye bye. Bye bye.